0: the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm Mike, and I'm playing the character of Valentine Montague. I'm Jeff, and I normally play Demetrius Norden.
2: This is Johnny, and I've been playing Joris Glaive. My name is Aaron, and I play Brother Benedict.
3: And my name is Jeremy, playing Grayson, Teleporting Digby. Uh,
0: (laughs) And I'm Jordan, and I am the GM for this particular campaign. Lots of fun stuff happened over the last few Lots of stupidity of me forgetting that I have magic powers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't typically play magic, but... No, I don't. So I tried to I tried to give all the characters a little something this game to do, uh, some some interesting tidbit and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it really kind of paid off. Like the ghost of Humphrey Ainsworth, oh up. yeah, <laughs> coming <laughs> around to you. The secret note for you. <laughs> you identified the fire, mm-hmm. and also got a and prayer book out of it. Bigby, Which you got to about. teleport somebody and.
3: And Cyril back from the dead. Yeah.
0: I think, Jeff, you're- I don't know why, but you're the player I like to abuse most.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you really, really are! In any campaign. <laughs> it's like- Like,
4: everything you threw out there was like, Hey Jeff, you're not there. <laughs> We're gonna let
0: everyone else know about this. <laughs> Here's the thing, you walked away from what I expected you to go to. So... hmm I'm Every like, well <laughs> I have to set this up for the purpose of the story. <laughs> you know.
4: And I understand, and it. it makes for a good story.
0: Okay. Because I knew I built I knew I had built the automaton to be a beast. Mm-hmm. And I needed to give you guys something that you could use to to defeat it without getting yourselves killed. So well, Benedict was doing alright. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't.
3: Okay, no, he wasn't. No, no, I did no he wasn't. <laughs>
4: We were in a little bit of a time crunch.
3: I mean, we hit it. It was just it just kept on King nothing. Tang-tong. Yeah,
0: I love that. Um, it was just bouncing off of it. <laughs> I want to know what
3: the black stuff was made out of. The orb. Well, um, I don't think we want to find that out. I, I, no, I, I, out of game, I want. to know. Out
0: of game, I can tell you directly what it was. It was the um, the soul of the innocent. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> the. It, it had to do with the fairy. Yes. Well obviously, yeah. There was the fairy that ate the the corpse and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um so Oh,
4: red oh red there's red. still the gigantic tentacle monster out there too. the army going
0: to fight it. Yeah, and the army is dealing with that. you that's kinda outside of your, your scope of mission. So <laughs> thank goodness. That's why the first thing I goodness. did was go straight to the palace. <laughs> you know, the the tentacle monster was I just was like, Oh, they need a reason to run away. <laughs> That was a good reason. Yeah, yeah. It, was. Yeah. it was. a, a very, very good reason. Very good reason. It, so it was like adrenaline shot. True fact, the Riemann fire that was used to like set up the, the Lambent Palace ablaze. If you had gone into or you had sent like a rat down to investigate the barrels in La Demaniana last time we recorded, mm-hmm. full of barrels of Riemann fire. Hmm. There was also in the ship's captain's quarters, full length mirror. You know? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, hmm. and that's that's why the captain was coming through and saying that they had the clock. They were taking apart a clock was because he had been talking to the people yeah. at Densham House. Oh, just to give you a little background of what was going on there.
5: Kills me so much. I completely forgot that I
0: had ESP when we were interrogating.
5: Yeah, the if you would. Oh, you that would,
3: that first scene with the inter- we had the best of intentions our dice did not yeah. yes we could have gotten probably so much information if we could actually hurt the guy that was <laughs> and then <laughs> Jordan made me kill him cause he realized if he didn't he, we were gonna get all the information out well no
0: I decided he was going to lie to you all yeah. um, so like the mm-hmm. whole thing about the lady that was a complete lie that was a red herring that's no fair there's no lady
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: someday you will find a lady <laughs> It won't be a sausage fest forever, buddy. I promise you that. I, I thought that this had a lot of great character moments in it tonight. Yeah. A lot of great action and adventure. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the exploration of the warehouse. I always kind of figured that Humphrey Ainsworth's ghost was being forced into whatever his part was against his will. So it's like, oh wait a minute! He could tell them that something is going down, and mm-hmm. and it was kind of logical. Well, one of the things that they're trying to do is reinstate the Riemann Church over the Angelan Church. So, taking out the, the the head of the
2: church was a was a good subplot. So, but it also seems like this isn't the true Riemann Church. That's the impression I've got. I don't know if that's an intent or if or, that's just kind of... I would say it's more not the modern, even, church.
0: Yeah. Um, so if you think about one of the big influences on the campaign, who was it? Um, she did a, a couple of movies about Queen Elizabeth, and like Jeffrey yeah. Hurt was the basically the Lord Walsham character. But one of the major subplots was that there was a Catholic priest who got smuggled onto the island, onto the into the country by a boat and, and that was played by Daniel Craig So my thought is so it was a very big part of actual history where the actual Elizabethan crown in court was very worried about Catholic infiltrators yes. coming in trying to kill her trying to put Mary Queen of Scots on the throne right so all that is everything that, is going on is based off of actual history so
2: in game the reman church that is this is the actual main branch of the reman church attempting to do this that's correct with actual everything that they are doing is directly tied to the reman church yes okay
0: and also because jordan is lazy with his world building is pulled like the realm of the angels england Mm-hmm. Iberia is the name of the peninsula that Spain is from. Uh, the mm-hmm. king of Spain at the time of the Elizabethan era was King Charles, Carlo. so King Carlo. And also, England and Spain were the biggest world rivals at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's all based off of actual history in an alternate universe somewhere. Alternate <laughs> universe with with fairies and oh, I hate fairies. You're saying they're not in this universe. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Are you not <laughs> dead? <laughs> I think they could be, but yeah, this is an alternate, an alternate world fantasy setting where I just loosely crib off of historical facts, and so far it's worked pretty well. So, what do you guys want to see out of
3: episodes going forward mm. at this point? Mm. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't see any more mirrors. No
0: more mirrors. <laughs> I don't yeah, see- what's
3: that behind you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So we're playing at Mike's house, and it's got a real a real classy 70s vibe to it. And I just noticed that there's a whole six-thing power supply right in the middle of that. <laughs> mirror. I said that when we got here. I didn't hear, we hear you. You, I should heard have you
3: sat there, Jeff. I sat like eight times.
0: There is it's right a, here. There is a I full yeah. ceiling-to-floor mirror that wall. So we're sitting here, and you can see everybody in this reflection. So yeah. it's like having the mirror be like this whole creepy centerpiece of the episode, and then walking in and seeing this wall here, I was like, oh, my God, this
3: is so real at this point. <laughs> yeah, the dimension ourselves are watching us play. That's right. I've decided pretty much nothing really spooks Grayson's character, but I've decided that the mirror incident... Yeah. is something that he doesn't want to ever have to deal with, ever. <laughs> that's why when he heard the shattering of the glass and saw what was happening because of it, he's like, everybody out! We need to get out! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: nope,
0: not having any of it. I think I think it's so interesting, because mirrors are considered to be such mundane items, and then you give them this trans-dimensional power. I think it really adds to the spookiness of Because that's the point of horror, is to take the mundane... And make it something that is just mm-hmm. outside yes. of the scope of imagination. How how about you, Mike? Do you have any ideas of what you would like to see in future mm. um, episodes of the game? Valentine not
1: uh, meeting up with past people that uh, he screwed over. Because <laughs> 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 I got a funny feeling um, Valentine, like the next couple of adventures going up, Valentine's really going to be up the creek. Especially yes. this next
0: one. It's like. Yeah okay. Yeah, you're gonna to have to have Zero. a conversation with someone about what happened to with Humphrey Ainsworth and how why he's haunting you
3: in particular. Well, no, I mean, taking a page from Grayson's book, you don't have to tell anybody
2: that. Yeah. No one, heard, no one heard it except for you. Yeah, <laughs> and Brother mm-hmm. Benedict,
0: but who believes him about it? He you didn't hear it. He didn't hear it. Uh, I, I yeah.
2: just, I, I knew he said that someone was there, and yeah, okay, okay. He, okay. Somebody was there. That's it.
5: yeah.
1: Well, I I mean, I'd definitely like to see kind of definitely what unravels, because I definitely would like to see now, since that Cyril has returned, what are his intentions, (sighs) Uh, how he's feeling after his new afterlife there, (laughs) and I don't know, I I have a feeling, you know, he and Humphrey in some odd way are tied together. Okay. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I don't know, I just have a feeling that they're somehow linked
0: in one way, they may not know it yet, but I have a feeling that like they're linked together. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? Do you have anything that you want to see in future episodes?
4: Well, so far, the things that I've I've wanted to to see happen for my character have gone horribly
0: wrong.
1: <laughs> just crushing. <laughs> so come on, just I mean, cream. just
0: share with Uncle Jordan what you. on, what So he can screw you over. Here, come on, it's gonna be
1: okay. Here, I
4: you be your shoulder cry. Best thing that happen was. Uh, When uh, Grayson found that key and was like, "Uh, do you recognize this? I was like, no, but it looks familiar. And then I immediately knew what it was. I was like, it's going to turn off the automaton."
0: So you want more moments to be awesome is what you're telling me.
4: Yes. That was a good moment. And then when I was able to do the heroic thing and turn it off.
5: How about you, Johnny. Well, all I know is Joris is extremely pissed at Brother Benedict.
0: Well, that goes all the way back to the interrogation in the first yes, episode. it
5: does. Well,
4: yeah. mm-hmm. the rest of us are none too pleased with Joris. <laughs> he's not <laughs>
0: concerned.
4: Coming back him. to the very first episode Joris appeared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not concerned about that. You're a bunch of amateurs. How about you, Brother Benedict?
2: Or, I should say, Aaron. Aaron. What do I want to see for Brother Benedict in the future? Death
5: at Joris's hands. Personal, (laughs)
2: personal wishes.
0: Personal wishes. (laughs) What you would like to see for your character? uh, Story elements. On
2: the personal side, I'm kind of curious about the massive, ginormous room of bunk beds that were empty. Where are all these people? They're likely within the city. I'm curious.
0: Also, remember, you have a teleportation device that was in that room with them. So they could have been
2: in the process of moving people in. Right. I mean, they could be anywhere at this point. Mm-hmm. For Brother Benedict, when I first built him, I did not expect some of his character traits to be as they are. <laughs> um, and I think one of the things I'm, I started attempting to do in this, trying to get his own idea about things to do, Um, not be a 100% follower. Mm -hmm. Um,
5: Growing as an individual. Because
2: at at this point, there has been three people who he has followed for a period of time, and not a single one of them have helped him.
0: They've basically used him for their own acts. Correct.
2: Correct. And so Brother Benedict is starting to see that, and he's going to start standing up for himself (laughs) and others a little bit more. Okay. Even people who probably don't deserve to be stood up for. Correct. But yeah, my big thing is uh, I'm looking forward to a head to head, tête à tête with Joris. <laughs> little little Joris smackdown, kill the bird first.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, Wow! Really, kill the bird first.
0: <laughs> he really will die. <laughs> so um, you know the whole the whole thing with Joris that brings up something else that happened. I think this was the first time ever that I've given a secret to one player that I have not mm-hmm. told to other people. How do you guys feel about that?
3: Well, I like it. At least three of us have played Shatter Run with uh, a guest to Bone Throwers at one point, Mike Karkov. Yeah. That is his thing he likes to oh, do. Oh, he loves is doing that. He's slipping like... the secrets to one character and then you do with it what you want. Mm-hmm. You can share. You can keep it to yourself. So when you did that, I was like, was it wasn't that big of a deal because I've I've played tons and tons of sessions where that, that that's the all thing. The time. I mean, I I like it especially since it was uh, yes. to Joris Joris's character. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, there's only two characters you could could have done that with and it made any sense. Joris and Grayson because mm-hmm. those are the only ones that would keep
2: keep secrets at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah.
4: I mean, we would all keep secrets, but
2: not necessarily from each other. Not necessarily intentionally or. The deep secrets, the yeah. the the ones that can be harmful to group cohesion and uh, right. group <laughs> cohesion. Ha! Yeah,
5: you
3: don't you don't which know is, how I read games. Is, <laughs> which it, uh, this is an interesting thing because Grayson had to make a choice. I don't want anybody to know that Grayson is using magic, but when it came down to it. That was the only mm-hmm. option for him to actually think he could save the Archbishop. Yeah. Right. So he risked that at this yes cost of maybe exposing his secret.
4: I like how when it all, all the fighting stopped and the automaton was down, you were like, where did he go? Because <laughs> <laughs> it definitely threw the scent off of you, especially after the automaton itself teleported. Mm. It's like, oh. oh, oh, where did the automaton send it if it has that ability? Yeah, oh. that was my, like oh. this.
2: because like, I did not
5: even put that connection <laughs> there. I, I did because, like you said, being a magic okay. user,
3: I would know what the teleportation is. Behind the scenes, in Grayson's mind, he's not going to hold on to that secret for very long. Otherwise, the, he is going to be the bad guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's why he says, immediately, Grayson's like, we need to go talk to Walsham. It's Grayson's intention to... To reveal what happened. To tell Walsham and only Walsham what happened. Okay. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
3: Which makes sense mm-hmm. from
0: from character
3: standpoint. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right. Although your last
3: interaction with Walsham was not pretty. No. No, it wasn't. But Grayson knows how to spin that. <laughs>
2: Spin Doctor Grayson.
3: <laughs> All of
0: John, uh, Jeremy's characters at one point or another kind of work the spin Doctor angle.
3: Do <laughs> <laughs> they? I think so. In, in some way, yeah. No, I mean Ryan James didn't really have to. He was he was more about this the way it is. Yes. Not spinning things.
0: Well, he spun things according to what his perception of things were. Well, especially for as, far as far as your past.
5: Not necessarily what's going on at the moment, what needs to be done, but mm-hmm. as far as your past.
3: I beg to differ, because it was more Aurora putting the spin on this, <laughs> rather, than, rather than Orion at that point. And
0: also, you got to ask yourself, I'm sorry not to jump into past reminisces, who were those figures who just dropped off the Yeah, I, was yeah wondering I know, that.
3: that's that. that, that, well, only that Grayson Well, the thing I can is... think of
5: is they were, like, the people that
3: were in the bunks, you know? That's why originally when you said that the key fell, yeah, that's I was thinking, like, did they all right, what's it? going on with this body? What is about to happen that we're going to get set up for? I'm, I'm a, kind of horror,
2: and I'm that's a, why I wasn't sure if it was going to be a good thing or a bad thing to use that key on the automaton, because, like I said, I pictured multiple arms. But then, See, what but I then like that's why I asked,
4: asked his work as
2: yeah, that's why I asked Jordan, where did that key
3: come from? It's like, oh, it fell off of.
2: Right. Not I was good.
3: like, okay. It wasn't as, as we picked up the body, all of a sudden, someone threw the key from out of the shadows there for us to find. It's like, then I would not have trusted that key. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have left it right there. Yeah. And not touched it.
0: No, I had to, I had to make it inviting enough for you to take. <laughs> so, because then that, that automaton would have just been. Oh, yeah. The, Unstoppable. Unstop, the, that definitely would have been an Arnold Schwarzenegger moment there. We, Joris does not have enough reason to suspect
5: Grayson of having magic yet because he has detect see magic aura
3: and he hasn't cast it yet. I'm just saying that when we talked a little bit of this right before we started recording. Out of all the characters, Joris had the best angle to see that Grayson's posture he, changed
0: because she was front at the door and yeah. everybody, yeah. Was everybody
3: else window. was facing away but from Grayson. If it were mm-hmm. Joris was facing was toward Grayson. On. When he changed his posture, the Archbishop vanished and then he went right back to doing what he was yeah. doing right before.
5: It was so I was like George was distracted by, you know, the Archbishop and the automaton. So yeah, 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 that's yeah. what he wouldn't have noticed.
0: I am really Though, glad if I had used my perceptive part, I could have. Yeah, absolutely. I am really glad that this session came together so well because literally I was printing it out when Aaron showed up at my door. <laughs> so uh, is like literally it's like, all right, print. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so uh, it was a little bit rushed in terms of preparation, but I think it came together
3: well. And you you had something to say. I was Aaron. Just gonna say, Jordan, you cheated me out of a, a hero point. I'm just saying by having Cyril show back up at the end of a play session.
5: Yeah. I said my quote like three or four times, so <laughs> did you? Uh huh. I didn't even know it. Oh, you said of-
3: in the name of the queen. It's just
0: part of my character. Yeah,
3: it's a natural. The next book. time
5: you
0: do that, like wave your hand yep. or something, so I know, because it it went by so fast. I did, I would have uh-huh. tossed it to you. Yeah, I said it when I chopped the guy's head off. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You said it when you
0: uh, banged on banged the
4: banged on the door to the warehouse. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it that was like, like,
0: like open up in the name of the. Yeah. Queen. That's that's less. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead yeah. and write down an, an extra one for okay. the time that you said, in, like when you cut off his head. Yeah, I'm just mad I forgot I
3: had ESP. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, out of character, I'm sitting there, Johnny, ESP,
0: Johnny. You should have passed him a note or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wish you had. Have. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and talk about our th- our questions. Uh, who do you think had the best character development for this section? <sighs> I personally think it was Brother Benedict
1: because he kind of started to stand up for himself and kind of you know, developed his own mm-hmm. conscience. Like he wasn't just following whoever you know. Told him like to go anywhere. Said. You know, He wasn't like a yes man here. He kind of thought, hey, I don't like this. I don't agree with this, so I'm going to do something different.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And the, that whole line there is like, yes, even I know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Didn't even intend to <laughs> say, yeah.
3: say that. It just kind of slid. But it was perfect. <laughs> I,
4: I agree. Like you said, you decided that Brother Benedict is like I don't want to be these other guys' puppets anymore, mm-hmm. and you were starting to to show that in the
5: in your character. In a way, I think the conflict with Joris actually helps with that.
2: Uh, yes, that's yeah, quite a bit.
3: I mean, I was I I was gonna say with Joris, we got to see more of his personality, his personality yes. and his yeah. character, but I guess that's in part yeah with some of the.
5: Like, you all get to see more of it, but it wasn't more him developing now.
3: Yeah, I. You know, I don't know, it
4: was you developing him, not him developing as a character.
5: Yeah, I mean, if you know his background, everything he did is part of who he is. Yeah, we
3: got to see more of yeah, his yes, character. We got to mm-hmm. see
0: more of his character. Mm-hmm. I think that also goes to the
3: the second question:
0: Who role played their character? Role-played. The best. Yeah, so that's... That, uh,
3: that so, one, that one's a tough one. That, yeah. Because yeah. I think... And I this is what I was going to say. Are we settled on Benedict? I think Benedict... I, I would say so. Yeah. I okay. would say so.
0: And by the way, 10 points from me. Nice.
3: So that brings you to... Oh, no. Not
2: quite to where you need to be.
0: Because he had to spin some Dang it. I'm evil one Yes, we actually spent character points this time. Yeah, th- that was... And actually, I thought that worked really well. <sighs> it did. It worked
2: really
3: well. I thought. Because I don't want to be caught without any character points ever again just because of the way things have started happening. And I have just enough
2: to raise my might.
3: I know, I have just enough to raise my wit, which is what I wanted to do, but that would leave me with zero to start off with. So
2: yeah, I I think Grayson did an absolutely phenomenal job with roleplay this time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get me to 31, so I have to
0: (laughs) Now here comes the real politics of the
3: situation. (laughs) Um, anyways, back to what I was gonna say, and it kind of goes with char- the character development too. I definitely think that Brother Benedict developed his character the most, but at the same time, what has gone on has caused some characters to change and do things differently yeah. than they would like with mm-hmm. Benedict. He's now not doing things differently than he originally started off because of that development. Which I mean, you also got to figure out how to role play and how. Talked about that with Grayson's character. All this has, has happened with Grayson's character. i got to figure out a new way to play Grayson. Yeah, um, and,
0: and so here's something that I, I've been thinking about a little bit recently I think is um, interesting. Is like you have the idea of what you want in your character or for your character to do and everything like that. Um, and I think it's great that we crystallize that by writing down the goals and the beliefs and everything. But then when you get to the table – what other people say and do mm-hmm. will fundamentally change how you even perceive your own character. Yeah, and that again. goes to speak to like how we see ourselves through the lens of how others perceive us. Sorry, go ahead.
3: And something, I think it was what Aaron said at one point, I forget what Grayson did, but you said, it was like, oh, that's not like Grayson. Like when he charged into somewhere. Yes. like I, I
2: think it was the, the, either the burning window or... No, it was before um, then. It was it was early.
3: early no, it was before no. then.
2: It was at the dock somewhere.
0: Running away from the. No, it was it was
3: he- heading you into know, something.
0: Brother
4: Benedict had said. Valentine says we might have company down here, and then you were yes. like, "Okay," and then you just and started you started running towards. Oh
2: yeah, running towards, the, towards the, the company.
3: Yeah, and it was like like that's. I decided to do that beforehand because with what has happened to Grayson, he wants to just finish this mission and be right. done right so he's more apt now to charge into something just for the sake of getting this over with
2: <laughs> if all the
0: characters make it out of here alive i'm hoping that the next session will be based off of character development like maybe a small job but nothing to the level of insane monsters and like give you guys a chance to Expand a little bit more character wise than even we've had the opportunity well, like, at this point.
5: At one point, when uh, George said that uh, he liked the way that, did like the way <laughs> Grayson did things, what was running <laughs> through my mind was, uh, huh? Maybe I can recommend him for training for uh, being officially part of the, the
0: spies. Yeah.
3: Oh, and that's when he just stood right on top of the guy and pointed the crossbow at uh-huh. his at his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you were you were taking anything? You're just like give me what I want to know. Yeah. At that point, Grayson was done with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He saw the mayor incident happen. Byram <laughs> is dead. Cyril killed, air quotes now, because he's back. Cyril. <laughs> Something's happening with with Haley as well. And so, her parents, yeah. honest, Yeah, and her parents. So honestly, part of the things is probably going on back of Grayson's mind. Get this job over with, and I may leave, even just leave town. Mm-hmm. Okay. See so if can convince Haley to come with me, and we'll we'll go start over somewhere else. But what if you were offered an official job?
0: See, he doesn't like he doesn't like nobles, so being <laughs> ah, taking see, a job of the where... job is spying on nobles. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so I think we're kind of drifting away from the question. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So
2: who do you think had the best role playing tonight? I would honestly suggest Grayson.
4: Okay, it was all about even tonight. I I felt okay. I don't know what that means. You get a And you get a point. And you all get, get a point.
5: But it doesn't work that way. We have
0: to choose favorites.
5: I would go with Grayson just strictly from at the very end, after the automaton was defeated, <laughs> when George said, where did the Archbishop go? And Grayson immediately said, yeah, where did he go? <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, that was funny, because I I right when you asked that, it's like, Fess up to it? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Where did he go? Where did he go? (laughs) Yeah, good
0: times. So it sounds like you get a point.
3: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 31.
0: Snacks were hard this week. They were. We had cherry bourbon fudge.
3: Which was a mess.
5: That was Yes. We had strawberry pie stuff. Strawberry pie salad, I believe you call it. Strawberry pretzel salad. Which has no salad. And lots of, of sugar. Yeah. Yes, we like this kind of salad. That
4: <laughs> was pretty tasty. Yeah, and, uh, well, We it had contact
5: bars. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those were also tasty. Bacon jerky and jalapeno chips, which were also
2: tasty. Everything was tasty. Goldfish. Goldfish, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Which were also
2: tasty. <laughs> All the <laughs> snacks were win. <laughs> the bourbon fudge. That's, that's my, my personal pick. I have to go with the bourbon fudge as well. Bourbon fudge was damn
1: good, but just the mere fact of the name... (laughs) I gotta go with (laughs) that.
5: Sometimes the name, like the branding
0: makes the product. It does.
5: Well, I would would also have to go for the strawberry pretzel salad (laughs) because I'm more of a strawberry person than a bourbon person. As Uh, am I,
0: so... I, You know, honestly, I had my my, uh, slice of that right before we started recording. It was... Pretty darn tasty.
3: So we we're like what? Two and two? Two and two. Mm-hmm. Oh. You're deciding factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is clutching the remainder of the bourbon fudge. <laughs> it's
0: so good. Even or odd, Jeff?
3: Odd. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff takes nice. the
2: point. Good, because it should go to the bourbon fudge.
0: <laughs> There's no... <laughs> oh. All right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming together for this evening. Um, I had a lot of fun. I was really, like I said, I I threw this one together with very little time. Today was a really busy day, um, and I'm glad it came together as well as it did. So I'm going to say thank you, and I think we'll go ahead and wrap up the episode at this point. Also, listeners, thank you so much. If you have any questions or anything like that, you can always contact us via our website, Or if you want to leave us a review on itunes or stitcher or wherever you get your your podcasts please feel free to do so that always helps again thank you so much hope you have a great week thank you for listening to bone throwers theater our cast is aaron jeff jeremy johnny mike and jordan we are releasing this podcast under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 unported license That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor.